This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey guys, what's up? Kevin Jones, founder of Blue Wire. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Do me a favor. Send it to one of your friends. We're growing this network, grassroots style. It takes everyone. You're a part of our team if you send this to one of your friends. All right, enjoy this podcast and appreciate your support. Hello, hello, beautiful people. This is Keep It It 300, a Raiders and Packers podcast. Yes, if you haven't already noticed, we sort of, in a way, rebranded it or renamed it because most of our followers our Raiders and Packers fans, so we're okay with it. Um, but it's good to be back. So Fallon Smith here with my guy, James Jones. And JJ held it down while I was in the hospital, so I appreciate you, bro. Uh, you know, I try to do what I could do when I could do it. But I'm going to do you like Randall Cobb did me. And he sang me a little song, welcome back, welcome back, <laughs> welcome back. That's my best voice I got. But welcome back, Cobb. <laughs> I was trying to do like a little Eminem. Guess who's back? Back again. But anyways. You know, so I try to give you a little vocal. Well, okay, the pod that you did with your wife, Tamiko was awesome, getting her take on, you know, what it's like being married to an NFL player and everything that comes with it and what it's like to be married to you. <laughs> what she didn't say on the podcast is how easy it is being married to me, man. It's just life is so easy. <laughs> <Yeah>. you <know? laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure, James. Uh, yeah. Uh, but how did that all go down? Because let me tell you, I was so impressed that you were able to do the pod on your own. And I'm talking about the technology part. Like, what? How did you, you know, get the program up? You know, Fallon, sometimes I just trick you, man. I act like I really don't know what I'm doing, but I'm capable of doing everything, man. I'm from the streets. I got street smarts. I got book smarts. So, you know, I know how to do a little bit of everything. But, you know, the main motivation, you know what I'm saying? It was you because I know how hard you work on this pod, and I know that you were going through some stuff, you know what I'm saying? So you had to go to the hospital, and, you know, you had to get your, get yourself taken care of. And and I knew if you could do a podcast, you would because, yes. you know, you really care about it. So I'm like, look, let me hold it down. She's in the hospital. I know if she wasn't, she would do anything she possibly can to get it out. So I'm like, let me do what I can to help her out. And I said, let me do a pod. So it was easy, man. Got it all hooked up. You know what I mean? And was able to do it. Yeah, but guess what? You didn't edit it, right? <laughs> Oh, dang, you just gonna tell the world that? <laughs> dang, I, I just, I just had Joe back on pubbing. You but I'm saying, how much you, the actual, and then you just, you could at least, dang, you gotta bring that up right not, after. I take it the all podcast, back. Doing the podcast is like the easy part because all we have to do is talk about sports, right? That's the fun part, um, and we actually like each other, so that's easy to do is talk about the teams that we like. So, uh, audio engineering, adding the music, adding promos. Etc. That takes a few hours after the podcast, so you got off a little easy. 
Well, you just you just really just took all I all know. the credit that I've given you, and you didn't give me no credit. You <laughs> no, just I'm took just, it all I said away. I appreciate you. But it's all good. I'm, I'm used oh, to that. Lord. You know what I'm saying? So basically, okay, James, you did the easy part. You're still a bum. Just tell the world. <laughs> no, 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 no. I actually do, do appreciate it because I thought we were going to do a podcast, and I tweeted out, sorry, there won't be a podcast. And all of a sudden, you had a tweet, hey, so... Listen to this week's Keeping It 300 with me and my wife, Tamika. And I'm like, hold on, what? You know, that that lets you know I don't check Twitter, but I was just trying to get the pod out. But, you know, it was out. Um, you are healthy. You yes. are back. That is the good thing. A lot of prayers. Thank everybody who yes. prayed for you and all that good stuff. So that's good. Yeah, I appreciate you. But I do want to know one more thing. <laughs> How did you convince Tamika to do it? Um, You know... I just told her, listen, I need you. I don't. I think it'll be good. I think it'll be good for, you know, all the fans out there because it's not like it's just men that listen to us. You know what I'm saying? It's women out there who love football. And, you know, I just thought it would be interesting to, to hear her side to, and for other people to see, you know, just what the wives go through because, you know, their, their job is not easy neither. I mean, they hear, you know, the good stuff and they also hear the bad stuff, just like the players hear the good stuff and the bad stuff. And, they go through a couple things off the field that we don't even know about. That's 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 a little bit different. So I thought it'll just be good for everybody to kind of know what the, what the wives go through. No, I, I completely agree, and it's funny because after uh, your podcast with Tamika, I said, "So Nick, Tamika was on the podcast. Do you want to be on the podcast?" There you go. Tell tell Nick to come no. on and, and and give me a break. You hey, know what I'm saying? You know what he come said? on and do one. He said, "I already gave you the opportunity early on, like back in like September or October, and you said no. So guess what? I ain't doing it. You already had your chance." Oh, uh, well, we need well, we need to talk him <laughs> back into it, man, so he can get on here. You did have a break. You had a break last week. Uh, but anyways, real quick, because I know so many people are asking me, like, what the heck was going on with you, et cetera, et cetera. Long story short was I had excruciating pain on the left side of my stomach on Tuesday night. I think it was what? What what day was that? It was two weeks ago, uh, maybe the 21st of May. And I was trying to tough it out. But after three hours, I was like, nah, someone going to have to take me to the hospital. And I was visiting my parents. So my dad took me to the hospital. They found out that I had a softball-sized cyst um, on my ovary and also a cyst just chilling right next to it. And also I had ovarian torsion, which is twisted ovaries. They said that they would not be able to save my left ovary or my fallopian tube. And guess what, folks? Shout out to Dr. Lynn, the homie, uh, and the Lord, obviously, I have to thank him <laughs> because not only did they remove my cyst, but he also saved my left ovary. And I guess they found blockage or whatever in my left fallopian tube and eggs couldn't go through, but they cleared that out. So everything looks good. Hallelujah. And also, you didn't know this, James, but the cysts are benign, which means non-cancerous. So I just found that out as well. So Hallelujah. I'm pretty excited. I'm just stuck recovering. I'm not going to lie. Recovery freaking sucks. Um, And I could do an entire podcast on what happened to me and my experience in the hospital because it was a hot mess. I was there for almost five days. Um, But I'm just so grateful for the outcome um, because it could have been much, much worse. So I'm good, though. I'm back. 
Well, God is good, and we're glad you're healthy, and we're glad you're back, and everything is all right. Yes, and thank God it happened while I was in California and not Missouri, because yeah. I'm not going to lie, I think medical health care in California is much better. Uh, Sorry. And you got a lot and you got a lot of family in California and friends, so that's good. Yeah, so they were visiting me in the hospital every day, so that was good. But I was drugged up, bro, so I don't even remember really what happened yeah. last week. <laughs> <laughs> but I did remember texting you like, I can't believe you did a podcast without me. <laughs> I know, and I told you, well, I don't know why you're worried about the podcast <laughs> in the hospital anyway. I know, I know. <laughs> but um we have a lot to talk about because since we were gone in the last two weeks. There's been OTAs for both the Packers and the Raiders. And um, we have some joint Raiders and Packers news, James, which is pretty cool. What we got going on? Well, you know, yesterday it was announced that the preseason game between the Raiders and Packers on August 22nd will be played in Winnipeg, Canada. And with that, James. Canada. Mm-hmm, there and, you go. And with that. The Raiders will become the first team in NFL history to play in three countries in one season. You know, since they're going to England in October to play the Bears. Yeah. So, James, they're technically hosting this game, right? So, it means uh, they're going to only have one preseason game in Oakland. However, mm-hmm. the Raiders are going to save $500,000 in rent by playing one less game at the Coliseum. So, in my opinion, I think it's yeah. a smart move. Uh, plus, who cares about the preseason? Even though it's the third preseason game and, and it's actually the, the one game of the preseason when the starters get the most snaps. But at the end of the day, who cares? You know, let the Canadians enjoy some NFL. What do you think? Absolutely. And the main reason why I love it is because I play for the Raiders. And the main reason why I love it is it's another game off the baseball diamond, which is good <laughs> because exactly. that means – we can't have any injuries on that baseball diamond. And especially, I'm sh- I'm assuming Gruden's looking at it at the same way I'm looking at it. Like, okay, third preseason game. Our starters are going to play a lot. Absolutely. Let's get them off the baseball diamond. Get them on some grass. Real good football field so they could go play some football and have some fun. So I love it from that standpoint. But I just think it's good. We have fans all over the world. So, you know, to be able to. Let the Canadian fans see some see some good football is good. Yeah, Raider Nation is going to show up. Also, I think Packers, too, Packer fans, I think they'll travel well. Oh, we'll see Packers what happens fans in the is all over the world. You better believe it's going to be packed. It's going to be a packed house. It's going to be 50-50 because this is two of the, the, the best franchises that we got in the National Football League. And fans travel well, travel well so it's going to be good. It'll be partially Raiders fans and Packers fans, but there's going to be a lot of Canadian fans because they have the CFL, but obviously the NFL is on a whole nother level. So it'll be exciting for Canadian football fans just to see, you know, uh, the NFL in person. So travel also isn't too bad because Winnipeg is just above North Dakota. It's not like they're going all the way to Toronto. Yeah. So I say travel really isn't a problem. So I'm pretty excited to see uh, what happens with that third preseason game. But... Let's get down to uh, the Raiders and OTAs, specifically Antonio Brown. Uh, last week, you know, obviously we didn't have a podcast, and the offensive guys spoke, including A.B. This week, the defensive guys spoke, but we're going to focus on A.B. Um, and what he's brought to OTA so far and about he and John Gruden's relationship. So let's start with what he has brought to OTAs so far. Obviously, James, excitement for one, because both sides of the ball – you know, her excited that he's a Raider. The offense gets better with him on the field. The defense gets better going up against him. 
And Gruden said, you know, his work ethic is contagious. And you can see that with the clips that the Raiders have put together and posted on their website, the way he finishes plays. And I'm talking about every single play. He goes all out. His motor is ridiculous. And you as a veteran, you know it's easy just to go through the motions at practice because, I mean, it's practice. (laughs) And in this case, it's just OTAs. But A.B., he's on 100 all the time. And we and we knew that's what we were getting when the Raiders signed him, and that's another reason why Gruden and Mayock brought him over there because his worth ethic is unbelievable. But I just want to let all the young people know out there: this is how you do not get hurt. You practice like AB practices, and that's catching the ball, finishing to the end zone every time, training how you're going to play in the game. So when it happens in the game, your body is just reacting to it naturally. It's muscle memory. So you've been doing it so much all in OTAs and training camp and all that. He goes in the offseason. He trains like that. So when he gets in the game, you know what I mean? He's not having pulled hamstring or little knee stuff here and there because he trains that way, and his body is so used to it. And I love it because as a young receiver coming and seeing a veteran, uh, and especially him, accomplish so much, and then you see the way he works, it's only going to rub off on them and be able to help them hopefully have a long career like him. Yeah, no doubt about that. It's so exciting to see what he's putting on tape right now so far because I knew he was fast, and I know it's just OTAs, but, man, that dude is fast, James. It's crazy that we say, man, that dude is fast because – When he was coming out, he was labeled as a slower receiver. He was labeled as a guy that only ran 4-5 at the combine. And now we're looking at him like, man, he's just so fast. But like I tell people all the time, man, you you can't teach football speed. That's one thing that you cannot teach. And that's what he has. He has football speed. If you line him up in a straight line, it's probably a bunch of receivers that will probably beat him. But if you line him up on that football field, he probably going to look extreme, way faster than any of them receivers that just beat him in the 40 and it's football speed he's a football player so he looks extremely fast and i love it he in and out of his breaks and that's what their car wants to see bop, bop, in and out of your break bop, bop. you hear how i said that fans all y'all listening that's one two steps in and out of your break not bop, 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 out of your break no bop, bop. he out of his break every time in dc getting him the ball it's gonna be a fun year no, I, I can't wait. Uh, obviously, this time of year, everybody's excited. Everybody thinks they're going to win a Super Bowl. So let's just keep it positive until the time comes where we got to like really dissect what's going on with the team. But last week, A.B. was asked about his initial thoughts on John Gruden and how when Jerry Rice and Tim Brown were with the Raiders, Gruden didn't give them any special treatment. Yeah. You know, he pushed them and challenged them despite them being future Hall of Famers. And he was asked, you know, if he's seen the same thing from Gruden. So let's take a listen real quick to this soundbite. <laughs> Coach decided every day. I, I thought uh, he'll slow it down in OTAs and offseason training. Like, but he's not stopping. You know, high energy. A lot of passion. Uh, he loved he loved the game tremendously, and it's always never it's never a dull moment in the meetings with him. How does he fit into his offense? We'll see. When uh, Jerry Rice and Tim Brown were here, yeah. they found out pretty quickly that although they were really established veterans, that Gruden pushed them every day to yeah. get better, even though they had extensive resumes. Yeah. And you found the same thing? Absolutely. Uh, he challenged me from the meeting room to the field, uh, lining me up all kind of positions. Uh, hurrying up the offense tempo to see if I'm able to mentally pick up where I'm, what I'm doing, where I'm lining up really fast. So it's never a dull day with coach. Always challenging, always high energy. 
and uh, always detailed fundamental in regards to all assignments. So that's no surprise. You know, we've heard it from all the players that have been coached by John Gruden in the past, and we've heard it from Derek Carr time and time again that Gruden challenges him every day, and Gruden challenges everybody every day. And as a fan, I'm like, yeah, that's how it should be. That's how you get better. As a player, James, do you welcome that? Do you respect him more because of it? Or is there a fine line and you need to find a balance? Um, well, the type of player I am, I love it. Because all my years playing from Pop Warner High School all the way up to college to the pros, I've always had a coach that pushed me and stayed on me, never let me be satisfied, never let me take a day off in practice, was always on me. And I always was like, man, gosh, here he go again. I just want to chill today. And he come, Coach Keith Williams, he owned me 24-7. Yeah. And as a player, you want that because it helps, it helps push you, and you never could relax. And as a player, you never want to relax because, as you know, it's a draft every year. These young players are coming in to take your spot. So once you relax, that's when it happens. You know what I'm saying? So I needed a coach that stayed on me every single day, pushed me, you know, so I can, can get so I could get better. And that's what Gruden does and he's been doing all his career. And I think the players need it, especially the young players. The veterans, I mean you can get it, but you always need that guy there pushing you. But the young players, no days off. Don't be satisfied. Don't read your press clippings. Oh, I had a good day yesterday. You come in there the next day and you fall off. You always want a guy pushing you to get better and better and better. Because I had a coach when I was in Green Bay, not going to say no names, and it wasn't Edgar Bennett, not going to say no names, but he was, real, he was real laid back. You know what I mean? So it was easy for you to go out there and go through the motions because he wasn't really a rah-rah guy, mm. not a guy to get up in your face and say, wake up. You know what I mean? I just watched that route. It was a terrible route. Wake up. Let's go to work. He wasn't that guy. You know what I mean? He'll just kind of correct you at the end of practice. But after that, I already had a bad practice. Coach, when was you going to wake me up? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I love the coaches that come out there like Coach Gruden with all that energy is going to get up under you once because he knows what type of player Antonio Brown is is and can be yeah. you know what i mean so to stay on it if you see him oh he can run a way better route than that get up on him tell him hey that route was terrible you need to do that's what you need as a player and, I, and coach gruden gonna bring that fire every day i mean we've seen him on tv he bringing the fire on tv when yeah. he's working on tv yeah yeah you gotta get the best out of your players every single day if you're not then you ain't working basically nope and that's the only way your team is going to get better yeah no, no doubt um, and I just like right now that the relationship is, is positive, as, as it should be early on uh, with him and, and Antonio Brown, because these are two polarizing figures, yeah. you know. And so it's going to be so fun to see how that works throughout the season. Um, so we're going to, of course, keep an eye on that. Everybody is. I really hope that they're going to be on hard knocks. But something yeah. tells me that they're not going to be, even though everybody and their mama wants them to be. So we shall yeah. see about that. Okay, we have to take a quick break. To all my Blue Wire listeners, listen up. Blue Wire is teaming up with Harry's to make sure our listeners are shaving comfortably. So go to harrys.com slash blue wire to save ten dollars on a value trial set which includes a five blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade rich lathering shave gel and a travel blade cover oh and this is the best part you get all of that 
for just $3, shipped right to your door. Yeah, for just $3. Enough with the cheap razors. It's totally worth trying Harry's. Harry's has fixed shaving by combining a simple, clean design with quality and durable blades at a fair price. So how did this all come about? Well, Harry's founders were tired of paying for razors that were overpriced and overdesigned. So Harry's bought a world-class blade factory in Germany that's been making quality blades for over 95 years. So why don't you join the 10 million people who have already tried Harry's? Claim your trial offer by going to harrys.com slash bluewire. All of Harry's blades come with a 100% quality guarantee. So if you don't love your shave, let them know and they'll give you a full refund. So it's a win-win situation. Again, make sure you go to harrys.com slash bluewire to redeem your razor for just $3. And for any of our listeners who are selling products online, Getting your orders out can be a real pain. I definitely know how it is. That's why you need ShipStation.com. It's the fastest, easiest, and most affordable way to manage and ship your orders. No matter where you're selling, whether it's Amazon, SD, or even your own website, ShipStation brings all of your orders into one simple interface. ShipStation helps you get orders out quickly, it helps you save money on shipping costs, and most importantly, it keeps your customers happy. And right now, Blue Wire listeners can try ShipStation for free for 60 days when you use the promo code BLUE. That's B-L-U-E, BLUE. There's absolutely no risk. You can start your free trial without even entering your credit card information. ShipStation works with all the major carriers, including USPS, FedEx, UPS, even Amazon Fulfillment. So you can compare and choose the best shipping solution for you and your customer. No wonder ShipStation is the number one choice of online sellers. You'll ship more in less time with the best rates available. So just visit ShipStation.com and click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in blue, B-L-U-E. That's ShipStation.com, then enter the promo code blue, ShipStation.com. Make ship happen. All right, welcome back. We'll talk more Raiders next week, but it's time to roast JJ's team. The Packers. I'm just kidding. I'm not really roasting y'all. Okay, Green Bay. I love y'all. But they made headlines last week for a major injury, not to any of the players, James, (laughs) but to your head coach, Matt LaFleur, who just got to Green Bay, tears his Achilles, and not while he was on the football field, but while he was playing basketball. Get your coach, bro. What's going on here? (laughs) Hey, you know what? That'll do it right there, man. I've seen a lot of Achilles torn on that basketball court in Green Bay, and it's not by players. I've seen it by coaches. <laughs> but but first off, I want to say this. I appreciate him staying in shape. I appreciate him having a little bit of ability because, you know, you can play basketball. Obviously, you played football. You can play football. So I appreciate you being an athlete. You know what I mean? But 
man, you got to be careful. You, you, you're not training for this, man. You can't just go out there and pop your Achilles. Now you coach it from a golf cart. The team needs you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I love the energy. Hopefully he was in there with some guys, some players shooting around and things like that. You know what I mean? And it, it accidentally happened, and he's, you know, creating some of them, that camaraderie with the guys and stuff like that. So that's a good thing, man. But I hate to see him tear his Achilles. But when I was there in the off season like this, we used to do, you know, a little fun game. So we'll play some basketball. We'll play some dodgeball or something like that. And when we had dodgeball games, man, it was two coaches popped their Achilles. Next, next day they wow. in boots and stuff like that. So I've seen it done before. You know, coaches, man, a lot of times they sitting down watching film. You know what I mean? They drinking coffee and all that good stuff, man. They not working out, training their bodies like that. So you get out there moving and your body move a little bit faster than it's supposed to and you pop that Achilles. You know what I'm saying? But at least he out there active, though. I'll take it. Well, he said it was uh, during a nighttime session um, that he missed a shot, went for a rebound, and then bam, it happened. And I think it was when they were playing yeah. like knockout or something like that. It wasn't like they were playing yeah. the game. Um, but your boy A-Rod, your boy Aaron Rodgers, he poked fun at his head coach after OTAs a couple of days ago. So take a listen to this. you prefer LaFleur on a scooter, though, or in the golf cart? No, scooter's dangerous. I think you guys missed it. Uh, he actually had a little tumble uh, on the scooter, so he's being a lot more safe. Um, you know, I actually have a script here I was supposed to read. about him because Jimmy uh, kind of ripped him about his athletic ability. But uh, I want to say that Matt LaFleur is a highly athletic uh, former athlete who had an unfortunate accident uh, in the gym. But because of his uh, exceptional diet and work ethic, he'll be back sooner rather than later. <laughs> you wrote that? What? You wrote that statement? No, it was, that's just... Uh, Tom gave me that. <laughs> is, is Tom your guys' PR guy? Yeah, and that and you and that's some good stuff by Tom, even though he, <laughs> even though that's funny, and Tom and Tom probably didn't even give it to him, but for him shouting out Tom, I appreciate that. Tom is one of the best, but no, that's hilarious because that's something that the coach will say about you. You know, hey, James messed his knee up, but hey, he's in the training room, he's with him 24 hours, but it's worth that. You know what I mean? He'll be back sooner than later. <laughs> but coach got to be an athlete on that scooter. Don't be hurting yourself on that scooter, man. Messing yourself up works. I man. know he doubled off the scooter. That is so funny and he's a young coach uh, and I know he's frustrated <laughs> yeah. because he's a hands-on guy he wants to be in the drills etc so now he's going to be he's actually rolling around in the golf cart and also on the scooter so I know he's frustrated uh, but use this as a teaching moment for the players on your team do not play basketball. I think I, th I think the I think the best thing about that little snippet of Aaron Rodgers right there is you can tell that the person, the the relationship between him and coaches is, is 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 a very good relationship right yeah. now. You can tell they kind of getting 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 off on the right foot for him to even be joking with him and like that and being able to have that relationship with him. I like it, so I'm excited, man. I mean, we're gonna have a good Packers season, Raiders Packers Super Bowl. <laughs> we'll see, James. Um, last topic. We have to talk about your boy A Rod because I'm you, you're not yeah. on social media, so I don't even know if you nope. saw this. I hope you saw this, um, but you guys hung out all the time, and I'm assuming y'all drank together, y'all threw one back a time or two, right? Yeah. Uh, do you drink beer though? Do you drink beer? No, I'm not. I'm not a beer guy, and, and South Bay, and I call Aaron South Bay, but South Bay not a beer guy neither, man. He, you know, he more of a scotch, a whiskey guy. So you're you know trying to just, okay. So you're already just, trying to just, make an excuse just, for just him. Tip and relax. No, 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 not at all. Go ahead, keep going. Okay, so two weeks ago, uh, when he was at yeah. a Bucks playoff game, they showed him on the jumbotron, and he picked up his beer and he attempted mm -hmm. to chug it, 
And it was an epic yeah. fail, okay? Epic fail, okay? Yeah. Well, <laughs> then he got trolled by Mitchell Trubisky and Matthew Stafford. Actually, Stafford's yeah. wife posted Matt chugging a beer, and then she wrote mm-hmm. hashtag King of the North. And then at a White Sox yeah. game, Trubisky chugged a beer like a OG, okay? Mm-hmm. And then the yeah. White Sox posted on their Twitter and said, this is how you get it done, Aaron Rodgers. Well, this mm. was A-Rod's response. He claps yeah. back, James. He claps back. Uh, yeah, I kind of said what I, what I said. You know, if you want to go scotch, I feel pretty good about it. As far as those other guys, you know, uh, you know for some of them, there, there's finally a, a talent where they can, you know, they can say they're better than me. <laughs> I hear you, South Bay. Hey, that's how you shoot back, man. You know what I'm saying? He's tired of it. He's tired of everybody. Trying to compete with him in every single thing. He's tired of it. That's what I'm talking about, man. I would have said the same thing, man. He lucky I ain't in the locker room because I would have repeated it from the distance way across the locker room, man. Tell him. Tell him what's going down. That's the only thing they can do better than you is chug one beer. I'm with you. <laughs> that is so funny. Uh, did you not know about this before uh, we talked right now? No, you know, I heard, um, you know, because I know Bakhtiari was one of the ones at the Bucks yeah, game yeah. down in all the beers, and, and I and I seen him do it the first time, and then everybody said he basically, every game he went to, he'd been adding another beer. I didn't see Aaron attempt it, but everybody was telling me, like, you know, he attempted it and then and didn't take it down. But like I said, in my head, I never even heard that little snippet, but in my head, I'm like, man, me hanging around with Aaron, I never really seen him, like, drink beers. You know, he's a really, he's a Scotch dude, a whiskey dude, you know what I mean? He's sip and go. So I'm like... Like, I could kind of see him not being able to chug a beer because I ain't ain't really seen him drink beers like that. You know what I'm saying? But then everybody kind of told me, hey, all these other quarterbacks been, you know, kind of getting on him. So it's good he fired back. I like it. You know what I'm saying? He he basically told him, go ahead. Y'all can take the beer drinking. When we get on this field, I'm going to slap you. (laughs) So we're going to give Aaron Rodgers a pass in the beer chugging. Is that what we're doing right now? No, we ain't going to give him a pass because, you know, if I was right there next to him, I would go take him a beer right now and say, show these dudes what you really all about, even though you're a whiskey drinker. I need you to guzzle this just so I can post it. <laughs> James, you're competitive. It, you're you know competitive. I mean? And even though you don't like beer, you're going to try. Yeah. Who cares what it yeah. is? You'll be able to chug it down, mm-hmm. right? No doubt about it, and if I and, and if I couldn't, I'm gonna do it anyway. Even if I gotta, even if I gotta throw it up, that's why <laughs> I need Aaron. I need <laughs> I need him to go get a beer and chug it down. No, but even if he don't chug it down, I like him clapping back like that. Like y'all yeah. go ahead have that beer stuff, man. Y'all ain't y'all ain't messing with me on this football field. I know. I same here. I loved it. Um, yeah. I, I loved his clapback, <laughs> but I will say, once I saw the video, I'm like, oh my gosh, you gotta be kidding me. He drank it, and not yeah. to hate on the females, okay, but he drank it like. He was like a little girl that was sipping it very slowly and classy. Like, I don't even know what he was hey, doing. Like, I'm like, hey, bro. Hey, like, like I said, hey, South Bay professional, man. He drink whiskey, man. He ain't about all chugging bad. the beer and it running all down the side of his cheeks and all that. And he messing up his clothes and man, all that. I've seen women chug it <laughs> way better than he, him. He, he, yeah, he lead that to his old lineman, man. I've seen women chug it way better than him, including myself. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. I hate beer, too. I don't like beer. But anyways, <laughs> we did it short and simple this week less than 30 minutes so you're welcome um and that's gonna do it for this week's episode of keeping it 300 i'm happy to be back thanks for listening in and i'm going to say this every time if you haven't done so already please rate us and write a review it takes less than one minute to do so we would really appreciate it till next time for james i'm fallon we out we out